another episode of the Women in Oxford's History podcast. I'm Bethany. And I'm Alice. And this month we'll be looking at the life of another woman who has contributed to Oxford's history. This month we're joined by Anne Spoke-Simons, who's a local historian and who's going to talk to us about Sarah Ackland, who was a photographer. Thank you so much for joining us. Very glad to come. I wonder if maybe we could start by talking about Sarah's early life. Could you tell us about her family and what kind of background she was from? Yes. Well, she was born on the 26th of June, 1849, and she was the daughter of Sir Henry Wentworth Ackland, who lived from 1815 to 1900. And he was Regis Professor of Medicine at Oxford University. And um, her mother, Sarah Ackland, nay Cotton, 1815 to 1878, after whom the Ackland Hospital was named. Her father persuaded Queen Victoria to allow women doctors to practice. So I think that's a good claim to fame. Mm. As a child, she was photographed by Charles Ludwig Dodson, Acker Lewis Carroll, and John Ruskin taught her art, and she also knew some of the Pre-Raphaelites and assisted Dante Gabriel Rossetti when he was painting the murals at the Oxford Union. So how was it that she got interested in photography? She met and was influenced by the photographer Julia Margaret Cameron. And uh, so that was really why she got uh, to be a pioneer herself in colour photography. And she started to experiment in 1899 and uh, it was when she was 19 she met Julia Margaret Cameron who was already a well-known photographer but mostly in black and white and among the portraits she took was of the Prime Minister William Gladstone when he visited Oxford and others in the field at this time credited her, her with inventing colour photography as a process for the travelling amateur. She had first taken photographs when she visited Gibraltar in 1903 and 1904, and she was also a landscape photographer. One of her best uh, landscapes was Funchal Bay in Madeira, which she took in about 1910. What? Other sorts of things did she do other than photography in her kind of earlier life? Um, she well, she became a fellow of the Royal Photo- Photographic Society, okay, and the Royal Society of Arts. Uh, she was involved in many Oxford charities and worked at the Atkins Hospital. Okay. So she did quite a lot other than mm. photography. She never married, okay, and after the death of her father, moved from her parents' house in Broad Street. That was when that was pulled down for the Bodleian. And she moved to 10 Park Town, where there is, there's now a blue plaque commemorating her. And I have a photograph of this. So how was it that you came across her? How did you learn about Sarah Eckland? Well, I'm interested in finding out about the people who get the blue plaques. And um, I just wanted to get information on all people who had blue plaques. What, what is it about Sarah's work that you find particularly 
important. Well, I've, I, I've interested in pioneers. I've written a book on the people who should have got the credit for what they did and didn't get it. And is this is this how you see Sarah then? You see her as one of these also rams in history who should be more widely remembered? Well, I've got a chapter on the women inventors, women in the world of science and invention, and I do mention her. Um, what do you think Sarah's legacy is? I think it probably is through the photography. For the amateur, you see, I think that's rather nice because... Um, Otherwise, it's all these professional ones. Thank you, Anne, so much for joining us. Thank you for talking to us about Sarah. I'm very delighted to talk to you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Women in Oxford's History. Join us again next month when we'll explore the life of another woman in Oxford's past, 